Hey everyone, welcome to the Invincibly Super Massive Comic Book. Po- that doesn't sound right. Did I say right? Comic book podcast and stuff. <laughs> I guess you said it right. I, I don't know. Sometimes it just sounds weird. It doesn't. Uh, I think I hit it because it's usually automatic. Anyways, I'm Tony Guerrero, the guy at Comic Vine. Matt Elfring's the other guy at Comic Vine. Hey everybody. Uh, just just for you Facebook people, um, I did post so last week. I, I mentioned, oh, maybe, well, you know, what if Brian Bucciolato was on again? And, and uh, the re- I wasn't lying. I wasn't teasing. I wasn't joking. He was going to be on again two weeks in a row. Something came up last minute, that, stuff that he had to deal with. So that's why it's just me and, and Matt today. So um, apologies if anyone got their hopes up. So, However... Non-apologies, because we'll have more TV talk, I think, this week. Yeah. Well, the, the intention was we were going to do it whether, you know, Brian was ready or not. Yeah. And the other thing, because, you know, we, we talked about a lot of his stuff last week, which was was fine and everything. So, you know, since it would be the week after, it's not like there'd be that much more to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we, we would have done it anyways. So, uh, yeah, we'll I guess we'll just jump into the TV stuff. Now, we didn't talk about Walking Dead. You're caught up on Walking Dead, right? I am officially caught up on Walking Dead. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for me. And then that's it? What do you that's do? it. Just what? Just, they're together. Put it together and, and take it. them apart. So uh, uh, I'm I'm kind of digging this this whole thing where now they're in this neighborhood. You know there has to be something up. You know, they're, they're, they're getting into these different, you know, they may, Hey Rick, we don't know you, but let's make you the constable and, you know, in charge of, of everything around here. Mm-hmm. So that, that's just kind of weird. And, and, you know, it feels like, you know, something is going to come up and then, you know, there's all the stuff about the cookies. She's just, she's just kind of crazy. Don't just you think? a little. <laughs> and yeah. That, that like the end, I know we're kind of jumping right in, but the end of this episode, like, her at the end here, I'm just like, what? wait, what? No, you don't. No, don't say that. Yeah, because she's, you know, she's she gets caught stealing guns from, you know, because they had to, they, everyone had to give them their guns. And she's trying to take some of that little kid followed her because he wanted more of her applesauce cookies or whatever. She's applesauce instead of milk or something. I forget what it was. And and then she's like, I'll make you more cooks. But if you tell anyone, I'll kill you. You know, you're just like, oh my gosh, Carol. You know, I, I guess you know, being out on her own for a while after Rick kicked her out, and she's getting a little hardcore. So that, a little bit. That, that was that was kind of crazy. And then I don't know how you feel about the whole thing with Rick and and that what's her name? That lady. The uh, lady whose husband drinks two beers. Yeah, the he's a. <laughs> He's a doctor, right? Yeah. Because he was, he's like, oh, look, I'll check your kids out. He probably haven't been checked out in a while. or, And because, you know, right away, he's like, you know that there's going to be something there, you know. But it's like, it just seems kind of weird that, yeah, you know, Rick hasn't been with anyone in a while. You know, it, it's been, it feels like it's been a while since Lori died. But I guess, I don't know how old the daughter is, but. It it just seems with with everything and and maybe because you know their main priority was always about survival, so you don't really think about hooking up with anyone. And plus, everyone's you know nasty, no showers and all that. But then, like just out of nowhere, he's it's like he's like, hey, I I think she's kind of cute, and and the fact that he knows that she's married, it just Rick don't care, I guess. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess it is. It's it's kind of hard to put ourselves in in his shoe because it's it's a culture and a situation 
we will hopefully never have to be familiar with where, you know, it's almost like you're just a pack of savages trying to survive. You know, your only loyalty is to your own group. But then you're kind of brought into this place where survival isn't really priority number one. It's almost like there's this, you know, this curtain from the rest of the world that we're just trying to, you know, live our normal lives. Like we have power. Who wants to play video games? So I, so for him, I mean, that's gotta be like culture shock almost. And maybe you don't pay attention to like, Oh, they're married. It's just like, Oh, that's a lady. I like her. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. And then ramble, uh, ramble. (laughs) And then it's just like these people, like they're all idiots. You know, they, they keep doing things wrong. And then, you know, Rick well, Rick, that's, his, that's wrong by that, that's wrong by Rick's group standards. I mean, that's right by their standards. Well, there, there's like with the at the construction site where you know they're 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 building you know clearing stuff up, trying to build the wall, and then all these zombies come, and then they just start shooting, and then you know oh, they, yeah. they shoot the machine, and that that the guy falls out of the bulldozer, uh, or no, the lady. I'm sorry, and and he's like oh, the guy's like oh, we're just gonna leave her, we gotta run, and. But I mean, that really shows their lack of expertise out in the field. I mean, their number one thing to do is self-preservation. It's mm-hmm. not about group preservation. I mean, we see in this episode multiple times, they're just like, uh, that guy's in a sticky situation. I'm out of here. Yeah. My my question was, I was going to bring up last week, because um, I forgot it. Who was it? I mean, there was a, I forgot. I, I, I'm so bad with all the characters' name. But there's one, one what's the, the, the one lady who... She was with the sniper rifle. Andrea? No, Andrea's gone. You're thinking in the comics. I no, I'm thinking of oh, Andrea was a sniper in the comic too. Yeah. but but so, she's very dead. Yeah, but so she's just out like shooting stuff, and then the whole thing when they, I think when they're say Carol out, they're like, oh, we're supposed to be target practice. Uh, how many many bullets do they have? I mean, do they have a bullet? Way factor? too many. You know, because. When when all these zombies come at them, they're just like shooting like crazy, like shooting all over the place and not really paying. It's like if you're in this situation of survival, it's like you know exactly how many bullets you have, and you know it, it's it's kind of like when when you know you like with Daryl and and his bow and arrows, you know he knows that like I have three arrows. If I shoot someone, you know I need to get that back, or I'm down to two. So if you know you have a gun and you have. 15 bullets or you have a hundred, you know, you're going to kind of keep track of, you know, what, what you have. So it's, it just seems crazy that they're just like shooting like, Oh, we're just going to go out target shooting, you know, target practice. And obviously no one in the town does target practice because they all suck at shooting. So it's just, it seems weird. So like, yeah, let's just, just start, start shooting everything and don't worry about it. These people are just like, it's aggravating to watch them in the field. I'm not saying like if I was in a zombie apocalypse, First of all, I'd have a problem with not showering. Like, I love showering. It's my favorite thing in the world. So I'm dead day three. I just kill myself because I can't shower. <laughs> I, I'm not saying, like, oh, I could do great in a zombie apocalypse. I'd probably be awful. Like, I I can't run. I'm a smoker. Like, that's not, I'm, I'm going to be doing very bad. But, you know, watching Rick and his group for four or five years and then seeing these guys, it's just so frustrating. You're just like, what are you guys doing? Like, you have this great, you know, wonderful Walden City but you're complete morons. Like, and you just do everything, you know, well, as we said, wrong compared to, you know, what Rick's team does, but the people in Alexandria just kind of, they bug me. <laughs> yeah. It's just, and then when it, they, they go out. So when Glenn goes out with, with the other guys and then, um, that guy's just like, like, 
It's, it's a, yeah, they, they're, they're like shooting a zombie, and you just like shooting where it's like one, you shoot him in the head. You don't shoot him in the legs, just keep shooting the body and stuff like. And there was that guy that wanted to like torture the other one. That that was weird. I didn't. I didn't feel too great about that. I'm just like, no, that's your enemy. That's like that will spread a disease. You get rid of it. Yeah. So it, it was just it was it was weird. And anyway, so that guy's like shooting, and they're in the warehouse, and then Glenn like tries telling stop. He, sh- you know, the guy was like riot gear or whatever. He had like a a grenade or something on him, and it blows up. And so that guy, he's like, "You're such an idiot." So you you kind of deserve what you got. Mm-hmm. And and then when they're trying to escape, and they're like trapped in a revolving door, and and the, that guy, and oh, that pissed me off. He's just like, because because he kind of like forced his way out right while they're distracted and and just basically yeah. it's like it, you know every man for himself and he's like screw you guys and then that poor guy again i don't know his name <laughs> the other guy the guy from the hospital yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, i don't is it noah i don't know i i think i've mentioned this before i am the worst with names and it always drives my wife crazy when we watch other shows and, and or it's like one of when it's one of her shows. i was like what are that that guy the the guy with the, the little bit of gray in his hair or, or the guy that was mr fantastic you know at the, at the coffee shop or you know and she's like, who, Tell me why so. what? So she always drives her crazy because I, I, especially with The Walking Dead, you know, it makes more sense here. Some of these characters, you know, you, you I'm not going to why take the time to learn their names when, you know, there's a good They're chance. Gonna, they might be gone next week. Yeah. But that the hospital guy, oh, man. And, you know, he was like, I want to learn how to build walls and, you know, do all this stuff. Teach me everything. And it is Noah, by the way, I was. That's one point. I just looked it up just to double check. Yeah, but it's like you know he 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 wants to stay there. He's in there for the long run, long haul, and then uh, that was sad. Yeah, and you know I had to say I'm not going to say any specific reasons, but I was like I was like man I I sure hope Glenn makes it. Oh God! Uh, when I'm watching this episode, I'm just like no no like this can't be the point. Yeah, I'm just I'm just expecting a certain person to walk in and be like leather jackets because it's like you never know what these guys and you know as far as like the comics you know I always said like oh issue 100 what if they killed Rick you know it's it seems like unheard of you know but if you had a lot a hun- of us were waiting for it though yeah it's, it's like you have a hundred comic issues with Rick maybe the next hundreds with someone else and the TV show they you know the, the Andrew Lincoln that's his name right yeah, Andrew See, I got that name right. Uh, but you know, he's if he's all, what what if I don't know what his contract is, like how how much they're paying him, you know, because obviously the show is doing really well, and you know, they probably want to have him locked in as much as possible. But it mm-hmm. may come to a point, you know, if the show keeps going, he might be like, eh, you know, kill me, and then. You know, but that's when most people say, like, when they replace a main character like that, that's what most people think a show jumps the shark. Like, if you look at, like, Sliders, when the original <laughs> group, except for Rembrandt, was gone. Yeah. And it was like, oh, wait, that, here's your brother from, I don't, can't remember if it was the same dimension. Oh, Jerry and, and, it was his, and it was his real life brother, Jerry O'Connell's yeah. real life brother, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, he'll take your place and we'll keep doing what we're doing. And um, I think Stargate did wait, that, too. Stargate, sliders. Like, sliders. People are like, what are you talking about? That show, I, I haven't watched it since like it aired on Fox when I was a kid. Not even a kid, maybe a teenager. Uh, but that show blew my mind every week. Yeah. I, 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 we're like tangent here, but that's fine because I, I think we're, we've been going on too much about. Uh, we can uh, talk about sliders all day, guys. Um, also, White Castle sliders. Delicious. Actually, I think there was a sliders comic, actually. And I don't think it was very good. I, 
I, I doubt it. It could be wrong. I'm going to look it up in our own Wikipedia. Um, we don't have a Wikipedia. I'm sorry, our own Comicpedia. Uh, Ooh, two issues. 1996. <laughs> uh, so, I, man, that, that was, that was a, a, a crazy... Wait, no, there's more different ones. There's a Slider Special, Slider's Ultimatum. Sli- that's where Magneto came down <laughs> to put a tidal wave over New York, right? Yeah, who's this company? I don't. Maybe I didn't read Armada. I I have no idea who Armada is. I don't know if I ever. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I ever read these because that that logo. Bernard Chang did the art. Oh, Dennis Calero did the cover. What? Oh man! Next time I talk to Bernard Chang, I'm gonna ask him about sliders. That's the weird thing where um you know because a lot of these guys you know they're they're not much older than than we are but yeah. it's it's weird thinking like you know like reading some of the stuff and then not not realizing. That you know, oh, that was that. I read that artist before I even knew because you and I, and you know, probably a lot of people back then, it, it seemed like you didn't really focus on on creators' names so much, unless they were Jim Lee, oh yeah, or like Chris Claremont or John Byrne, you know, something like yeah. that. But a lot of these guys, you really you really dug them, and it's not like we didn't care because you know you could we we knew what was good and what wasn't. But there's a lot of times that like some people, and it's, it's like, oh yeah, you did that book. It's like I love that. And I mean, there's like been some like like Todd Knock where I was like, oh yeah, and so yeah, that's that's like I have a whole bunch of like I was going through a bunch of old X Men books, and I'm kind of just looking through, and I'm like, inker Jimmy Palmiotti, inker Jimmy Palmiotti. He inked everything back then, apparently. Yeah, he he did a lot. The <laughs> the other weird thing I I think I don't know if I mentioned when you were on the show, um, uh, I got this like color sheet of the Incredible Hulk. It was like uh-huh. original color sheet. And it was like on eBay. It was like really cheap. It was like the art with the the coloring on it. And then there was a signature on on, on the side. And I I actually had it at my wall in, in my office. It was like framed because it was like it was a cool image. And then at some point I looked at it and it was like Steve Bucciolato. Bucciolato, so like, Bucciolato's hey, brother. Yeah, it's like I got this this color thing that your brother did. And it's like and and this was like after I had already met Brian and talked to him several times and, you know, all this stuff. Uh-huh. and it's like, I just, it was sitting there. I never even, you know, looked at it and, and realized, but yeah. So walking dead. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We get off on tangents, but they're comic book related tangents or we will figure out a way to connect it to comic books. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to think like, Oh, and then there's the whole stuff with that. The, the doctor, it's like something's up with him. You know, is, is he really have a dark side? And that'll, but I think that's more, that's more, the show conditioning us as the viewer to think that there's going to be something awful coming on the horizon, which is that's what we're prepared for. Yeah, it, It's like, Rick's like, like, Oh, well maybe if, if I kill this guy, then I can get with the lady and it's like, Rick wouldn't do that, but maybe he's going to have a reason to, and maybe then, Carol should tell him to kill him. Yeah. But he, yeah, it's like, who knows? I mean, I, I guess we'll have to have to see. It, you know, if they have all the information there, or if, if there's something more going on, where can I move my mouse where you won't hear the clicking? <laughs> click, click, click. <laughs> Gotta post that news. Uh, and then uh, it's, there is no Gotham last week, so you're missing your poison. You're not getting your poison ivy fix. I kind of love the fact that like there is now, anytime. I like or dislike something. There's a few users on our site who post a picture of poison Ivy and make it and made it to like a weird meme that only relates to me. Yeah, it's well, very bizarre. I like, it's very funny. Poison Ivy is your character. Young poison Ivy. Oh man. I feel so bad. Cause she's so not good on that show. 
So now we'll watch at some point, you know, there's a situation. Was, it's like, hey, Comic Vine, do you want to interview uh, what plays Poison Ivy? Be like, Matt. I, you know what? Like, I, I would do it. Uh, but and then she'd be like, you're the guy talking about me, huh? Aren't you? I'm going to kick you in the shins. I did. I think I did talk to, what was it, David, the kid who plays uh, Bruce Wayne. I talked to him on Twitter a couple times because he was actually reading the reviews of the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't too favorable to him in a few episodes, but not his fault. It's the writing team's fault. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, it's like how much do they actually read? And yeah, I'm sure at some point they're going to be like, OK, I got to stop. And, and I, th- I feel like I'm at all. And I, I know there's a few people who read the Gotham reviews just to kind of like yell at me, which whatever, everybody has an opinion. Um, I just feel like I'm kind of the show has just, it's just this weird stagnant pond. That's just doing nothing for me. You know, a show with so with, I, I consider so much potential, I feel is relying so heavily on fan service and not actually developing characters and, and a story. I just feel like it's sure there's character development there, but it's stuff that's already well established. I mean, we keep cutting to things like Barbara Gordon hanging out with Catwoman and and poison Ivy. And it's, it doesn't move anything. It doesn't add anything to the show. And so I don't know, like you cannot agree with me. That's fine. Uh, Don't be mean to me though. (laughs) I'm not mean to you if you don't agree with me. Yeah, it, it's, but it, it I mean, the, the show, it, it feels like it's, it's trying to do too, Way much. too much. It's trying to do too much, but it's not really sure what it wants to do. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, they have the different storylines, you know, you have all the mob stuff and then, you know, then they veered off like, Oh, let's put fish Mooney over here and do this weird thing. And then, you know, you still got the poison Ivy and, and Selena stuff, whether that's going anywhere. And then you got stuff with, with, with Alfred and, Mm-hmm. And you know Wayne Enterprises and Bruce and and then there's Barbara. So it's it's like and then there's like Penguin and and the, it's too large. It's too big for its own britches. And so it's it's almost like they're trying to say you know what what should we do? And in some ways because you know I I have mentioned you know all this the mob stuff. It's like almost like because that's not really going anywhere. It's like the same thing. So it's it's good in a way that they do different things, but then they also will throw in the occasional you know villain of the week type situation. So it's just. I, and and I I I don't have an answer, you know, for whatever critiques I have. I'm not really sure what I would want or what I would ex- expect. It's just really hard because you know, again, we're looking at this period well before Batman, and mm-hmm. we know that things can't get you know better. You know, Jim can't clean up everything. So I don't, I don't know. It's but just, but and, and my problem with the whole Jim can't clean up anything is, I feel like that storyline is so secular, like. You know, he's fighting corruption. He's made a few, you know, changes and like he's got the cops on his side. Then like a week later, it's like that cop you put away is back and corruption's running rampant again. And I feel like it's not it, it that type of secular storytelling is happening with every plot line. Um, I, I will say this because I, I don't want to bag on the show completely, even though I think it's not that great. Uh, if they could do more episodes like uh, the Red Hood Gang, I, I think that episode was probably the best of the season mm-hmm. with how it showed development within, you know, this kind of growing force of masked villains within Gotham. I, I think it's just such a brilliant take on red hood. Um, I, I, I really feel like Bruno Heller, the showrunner really wants to make this show. How am I going to put this lightly? 
I feel like okay, so I feel like Bruno Heller desperately wants, you know, the appra- appraisal from appraisal uh, <laughs> to to appease uh, comic book fans and you know the mainstream audiences. But he, the 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 problem is what Gotham really really needs to do is just you know take an idea here or there from comic book continuity, throw everything else away, and just do it like that. Make it almost like an ultimate universe. So. More episodes like Red Hood. Don't throw in the Joker. <laughs> Just stop adding characters. Make, you know, grab Gotham by the balls and make it your own Bruno Heller. Yeah. So, or, okay, let's 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 go to Powers. Let's move on because Gotham's not even on. <laughs> yeah. So, talk about Powers. What did you think of the second episode? Because I was a little let down by it. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's hard to really put your finger on like like what's going on you know where where it's going yeah it, it's I, I guess for me the, the big thing is the whole thing with, with christian walker like the difference between here and the comic which again you know that's fine that there is a difference you know there's nothing wrong with that but it, it's like what are his his intentions and i i guess because he he's he's almost like he's borderline depressed here because his whole thing is about losing his powers whereas in the comics at least you know in, in the early issues first you know arcs whatever it's like you know he was he had already come to terms with it and you know he obviously he missed his powers but he wasn't he wasn't such like a dark person he was actually like a good cop where in in the show i'm still not sure what i really think about him when when he's calling zora he's like how old is is this girl you know, she almost looked like she was a teen. You know, maybe she was eighteen or nineteen or even twenties, whatever. But it's just weird that you know he's like, he's like, and I, you know, was he trying to hook up with her or was it just to get get a lead on on that that wannabe girl? I think he's a little bit of a creepo, and I kind of like that. So I, it, I, for me, I get you know, it's it's trying to keep the two things separate, and you know, I'm not going to dwell on well, this is different. You know, this isn't true to the comic. You know, I'm not going to do that. But it's it's just it it's weird, you know. He's he's not that likable. And then, where or Dina, you know, she's she's great in the show where she's just jumping in. But I almost feel like she doesn't quite have the attitude. The same. I mean, she's close as in the comics. So like in the comics, you know, there's like no question. You know, she would just do things. But in the show, where like when that guy's in a park and you know she tries to stop him, and then you know she makes a big mistake, and mm-hmm. it just it doesn't seem like you know that's something that that Deanna. Would would do, um, but I mean it, it's interesting. I'm, I'm definitely intrigued. The whole stuff with with uh, Retro Girl, again, different from the comic, which is fine because you know we don't just need this, the same exact thing. But it, I, I'm, I'm not really sure like what which her intentions are. It's also also weird because obviously she didn't have a huge presence in the comic, especially with the title of the first arc of the book. Yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm definitely interested. And then, you know, so it, it's good that now Johnny Royale is, is is out in the open. And, you know, because that, that's basically in, in the comic. I don't think he was ever like, like, oh, he's dead. And it's like, but he's really not. And, he was only in like a, a, a small handful of issues. I mean, but in, in, at least in, in that first arc, he he was a, he had a presence there. And, yeah. Um, something there was one interesting that that happens. Something that was, was pretty bad. So yeah, I I liked it, but I was just I I, I don't know. Maybe it's just this episode. I was just a, a little hmm, not really mm-hmm. sure. Because I'm I'm more of a uh, a new 
a new face to this, you know, because I, I, I read the first arc of Powers oof, when that first trade came out years ago. Um, so I don't know too much about it. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I hold on a second. Let me get closer to the mic because I'm trying to type at the same time. <laughs> but for me, it was uh, they, they got rid of some of the things I didn't like about the first episode. Like there's this kind of like bank uh, commercial feel to it. Uh, it's a little bit grittier, but at the same time, like this story, I feel <clears throat> it didn't, it didn't move as much as I would have liked in an episode. I do really enjoy the fact that this, this show really plays on the idea of superheroes, you know, being famous, you know, the idea that you want that fame, you know, that wannabes want to have powers and, you know, they get the fame and whatever. Uh, so the whole Johnny, Johnny Royale doing the interview scene was fantastic for me. So this, this show hits on a lot of notes that I would love to see from a television show. It's just that this singular episode was just kind of meh. I know there's a lot of people that don't like uh, Charlto Copley as Christian Walker, but I think he's okay. But I don't I don't read the comics, so yeah. I, CG, the CG's rough, by the way. It's really rough on that show. Yeah, uh, I, I I guess you know some of the things. I, you know, I'm just trying to overlook it, and yeah, you know, you just it doesn't matter where you know you have to. Focus on, like the like the story, and not not say it's like oh you know that effect could have been a little better, and you know just see like where where is it going to go and so I I'm 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 curious so I, as as much as I I know people are probably like whatever you know I keep mentioning <coughs> how it compares to the comic but I, I kind of like that there are some differences because then you know it it's something you know you're not really you don't know what to expect yeah so I I I, I kind of like that and. I guess we'll we'll just see what happens, and but. I'm still at a point where I don't know if I can recommend a PlayStation Plus membership just to watch this show. Though, like I'm so borderline with it because the first episode's free, which is great. Um, but what I'm really, really waiting for is more Eddie Izzard as Wolf. I, I think his performance in that first episode was it was limited but fantastic. So I'm kind of waiting for that. Uh, the first four episodes are out on PlayStation Plus right now. The fourth episode came out last week. I'm just kind of reviewing it, you know, week by week, even though you could watch all three right now. They did put them all out there? Uh, the fourth episode already came out. That's kind of weird. They dumped out three in the first week. Yeah, because I know they, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if they. But I don't want, I mean, I don't want to review three right off the bat. You know, let's just, you know, give it time to. Yeah, we'll see. And and just just to say, um, you know, because we, we we talked about whether or not you know we, what we review stuff, and you know we we are looking at at what the reaction is. You know, yeah. so basically, you guys need to let us know if you want us to to review it, because we're, you know, we we'd love to review everything, but you know sometimes we have to pick and choose. And <laughs> also, time is this magical thing that exists. Yeah, and. <laughs> And that's the thing, you know, we're providing you guys free content. And so, you know, cut us some slack. And but <laughs> the more vocal you are with saying, yay, do this. We like it. The more I'm willing to take my wife yelling at me. And it's also <laughs> I mean, it's not so much that, you know, no, it, no, it's, no. it's about the views. I mean, you know, having like, you know, five, 10, you know, 20 comments. Obviously, that is those are great. But those numbers do not even compare to the 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 page views. And again, this is, you know, I don't really, we don't really need to get into all, all that so much, but, but that, that's, that's what it comes down to. And, and that's, that's what determines what works and, you know, what doesn't work for us. So, 
If, and if, sometimes that's why I end up writing silly editorials because people like those. Yeah. And, you know, if, if we, we, we try to give to people what they want, but we have to try to give what as many people want and not, unfortunately, not just, you know, a handful. We'll, we'll see. Let's see. So now we're, <laughs> where are we at? Uh, Tuesday. We're on, uh, we're on the flash. Yeah. So we'll start with the flash. Woo. My, oh man, this, this, Again, we're going to do, do spoilers. Uh, so. We're a week ahead. We can do a yeah, spoiler. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully you watched it last week. We, 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 there's more on Re- Reverse Flash. And what did you think about that? I, Dr. That Wells. Was, uh, Obadah Thon. Got it. Eobard. Uh, I can never say that name. Okay. I, I was actually very disappointed with how that was handled. I felt it was way too like simple. I I, I want complicate. I know it's How's CW. That simple? It's simple because it was it was Wells the whole time doing everything. But there is a whole question. It's like okay, but it, it's him. But then how was he attacking himself? Because it was a hologram. But he didn't know. You you didn't know that. You didn't know that until this episode. I know, but I wanted something more complicated. I wanted there to be two. Re- Here, I'm being fanboy right now. I wanted two flashes. I wanted that theory, two reverse flashes. Sorry, that's the theory I wanted to go. Frankly, I wanted Barry Allen to go back in time. It had to be the one to kill his own mother in order to become the Flash. No, to, no, no. So, I love that theory. No, that, new- that that he would never do that. I mean, it, it's crazy enough the whether or not Barry Allen turned was turned into that the lightning bolt that struck mm-hmm. the chemicals and gave himself power. Because my, my daughter, she's like, you know, why would someone actually want to do that? Because, you know, the, having the flash powers would be cool, but, you know, there there's a lot of stuff that goes with that. And, you know, but uh, I, I thought it was because, you know, it, it, we know he's from the future. And, you know, now we know why he wants the flash to move fast. You know, he needs this energy because, you know, he wants to get back to his own time. And, and so he's not really helping. You know, he is helping flash but for a different reason you know for his own reason <laughs> so you, you didn't you didn't like that i mean it, it was a it was a fantastic episode it's probably one of my more favorite episodes of this season but it i don't know i was expecting too much that's my problem i had very high expectations for the episode there um is, things got crazy because then you know he's he's at the coffee shop with with um what is her first name snow um, Caitlin, jeez, and <laughs> yeah, losing it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, she's she he's gone, and then yeah. like my daughter, she like looks at me like you know, because you know she know obviously we've seen him get up before, but all of a sudden it's, it was just like weird. It's almost like like this is a, the final episode of the season because you know you're getting all, all these 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 big things. Wait, wait, was that the season finale? Oh no, 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 no. I'm saying, but oh, it, God. It, it felt like it because it did feel like it. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, you know, he's revealed, you know, he just disappears. So obviously, you know, Caitlin has to figure out something like that. And then there is a scene with Cisco. Oh, that was was rough. And and I was really worried because my, my daughter really likes Cisco. She thinks he's funny and everything. And I was just like, oh, man, this is gonna be bad when she sees that. And and it, it, it was hard, hard to watch. And even what I watched it a, a second time, you know, the, the next day with with my daughter and and you know I was just looking at her and it, it, it's like it took her a second you know for it didn't sink into her right away where you know because you see he does this and he just you know collapses it's like does that necessarily mean he's dead 
you know, we, we see the division do that all the time where he would, I don't know, even know what he does where he'll, he'll like kind of squeeze someone's heart and then they pass out, you know, maybe he's cutting off the oxygen or, you know, I don't know. And then, and then she kind of realized, and then she like kind of looked at me and I was just like, oh crap. It's like, you know, just keep it together and everything. But she did, you know, she didn't like, I, I guess part of the thing is she's so jaded when it comes to comic book deaths, even though she's so young, you know, she, mm-hmm. she, she realizes that, you know, that they come back all the time. So, and, and then, so that, that was bad. Cause you know, you, you see this connection that they're forming and, and then he, poor Cisco. That's it. But then I was like, well, maybe, you know, the vibration or something like this is going to do something, you know, maybe he was exposed to when the, the reactor thing went off and it's going to kick in his, his vibe powers. But it's like, nope, he's dead. Man, I, that's my favorite character. But we know he's, he's not dead. He's still got to come back to life and write the thong song. Well, the, the, the main thing is, He's in the preview for next week, and he was in that sizzle reel. Yeah, he was. And we also, the way this, this because, okay, well, before we get to that, the other thing is, and then Barry's with Iris, mm-hmm. and they're talking, and then they confess their feelings for each other, and then they smooch, and then. <laughs> I love how you said that, and then they smooch. And then he has to reveal his identity, which is kind of silly, because he could have been like, What's that over there? He could have just like took off. He's like, you need to run and then just disappear. She'd be like, where'd where'd he go? And then, you know, he he could have. He's like, I didn't want you to find out this way. And then, you know, he changes before. So it's it's almost like 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 holy crap. You know, it's like that. That's another thing and uh, you know, another development. But then where where it's it's going to be like a Bobby Ewing shower thing. Because he was running so fast, he went back in time, so you know he's going to do something different. And, you know, he's probably going to go to the police station, stop the guy from kidnapping Joe, or, or, or stop, the, you know, stop him when he gets there. Joe won't get kidnapped, and all this stuff happens. So that's going to prevent Cisco from dying, and Iris won't, he won't have revealed his identity to Iris. And so we'll that, see. it's kind of like, like, really? So it's, 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 it's Kind of backpedaling. Yeah. It's like, here's all this crazy stuff. It's like, oh, wait, it's just, you know, next week we're trick, you know, we're off fixing everything. Taxi? But I mean, it was was, was crazy and everything. It's just, it's unfortunate that you, you know, right away, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, all this stuff doesn't really matter. Yeah. And because, you know, it's just can get rewritten. But But while we were watching it, we didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. So that, that's kind of what I, there's still the feeling up until that last moment where like everything that's happening matters. So uh, I, I'm fine with all that. I'm fine with it. Yeah. So it was good. <clears throat> and then we have agents of shield. I'm going to kind of jump. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Not watching it. I thought you said you're caught up on almost everything. You almost didn't. everything. Yeah. I, I actually, I, Everything but Arrow and Agents of Shield. I, I have a affinity for things shows that start with A. Apparently, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Agents of Shield, All right? Agents of Shield. Uh, so this was a kind of a weird episode, and the thing is, Colin McLaughlin. McLaughlin people like the way the way people don't like the way I say that. Uh, he's he's just this great, crazy, evil character. 
And I, I think, did we talk about it before? I don't remember where it came up where, you know, he's angry at Coulson because Coulson killed Whitehall, who is a guy that, that, that tortured and killed uh, Cal, let's just call him Cal, Sky's dad's wife. So, you know, he had this, for decades, he was playing this revenge, and then Coulson kills him. So he's like, he's like, oh, you know, I hate him. He took my revenge away and all this. So he's he's doing this crazy stuff. You know, he's all been about his daughter. You know, he knew that she had this potential in her, and he feels like Shield is like protect. You know, they're doing the wrong thing. They're not treating her right. And I think the main thing what what he's concerned about, what we we see here is that you know Shield has this index that where where they they keep track of people with powers. And it appears that some of them they they kind of keep them locked up a little bit, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the save save the world. Like uh, Drea De Matteo, <laughs> her, her part, she's got like these blades that come out of her 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 fingers. They're like, it's almost like they're like been grafted to her fingertips, like Lady Deathstrike. Which is like these short little blades. They're like like maybe like like an inch or two. Mm-hmm. So w- that's how the episode starts off, where you know Cal. It feels weird calling him Cal, uh, Sky's dad. He, you know, he goes to like her like apartment or something like that, where you know she's she's in there by herself, and she's got like these weird like metal gauntlets, like these lock things. So basically, she's allowed to stay there. You know, she's not locked up in a jail or a prison or anything like that. She's there by herself, but she has these gloves on that apparently no one can take off, or maybe it's like a you know a department store security tag thing where, you know, the ink will go all over the place as she tries removing it herself. And, but then, you know, he comes in and, t- and like frees her. So he, he's, he's forming that this, this group of powers and they're going to get back at, at shield. The, the thing is all, all the different people that, that he grabs there, no one's really that, all that powerful or, you know, cause you, you have someone with blades on her finger, <laughs> Oh, I got a gun. What are you gonna do? You know, it's like it I'm gonna blade you. That's what I'm gonna do. It doesn't really, really do a whole lot. So, uh, but the, the, there was one, one guy, uh, Angar. The, the what's his name? Angar, the screamer. Okay, uh, he's an actual uh, comic character. Angle, yeah, Angar, the, the screamer. He was like the only because they they later he uses power and he he had like this big mask on his face he almost like Hannibal Lecter it's like they're all at this diner and you got this guy that's got this thing you know no one's like looking at him or anything like that but they they end up taking it off and his when he uses his power he screams and his jaw just like it, it gets big and he's just like and and everyone just like passes out I guess because it's like it's like did they die or did they pass out. Going back to Sky, you know she's she's gone through some changes, and you know you know what what the deal is with her, right? She's part uh, Kree, right? Yeah. Well, do you know who she is in the comics? No. Do you want to know? Because you're yeah. You're, spoil no. it. Okay. So she's Daisy Johnson. Okay. And and her dad is is Mister Hyde. Okay, I know who Mister Hyde is. So she's she's got these quake powers basically and and you know she she can't really control them you know, they tried hiding it you know the previous issue it, it came out you know Fitz was trying to cover for her but they all know so she's kind of like locking herself up in the, that that one secured room in uh, the interrogation room in the bus in, the, in her plane and they're worried about can she deal with it because 
the way what she ended up like shooting herself with the the knockout gun because she just couldn't control her ability, so she knew she had to do that to save her friends. And what what happens this episode? May you know and and Colson, they feel like you know she needs to talk to someone. You know she needs to be evaluated because uh, Sky feels like she's like oh, I'll, I'll learn to control my power and I'll be able to go back out in the field. But they're like they're not really sure. And I guess their whole thing with the index is they basically lock up these people because they're they're t- too dangerous to themselves and others. So they they bring in May's ex husband who is you know good at evaluating and all all this stuff. You know he he's he's worked with Shield in the past. So, you know, Sky uses that opportunity to try to find out more about May. So, you know, that's that's kind of funny and all that. But then while Colson and Bobby, Mockingbird, are are going after Sky's dad, May realizes that he needs backup. So she takes the bus out there and what it comes out to is Sky's like, So like I'm gonna I'm going out with you guys and they're like, You can't, you're not stable but she's like, the the plane's not shaking apart. It's like I, I can handle this. And what ends up happening when, when she's out, out, you know, when they're out there, she is, starts losing control of her powers. And then she kind of controls it or tries to contain it. But what happened is, is her arms were like all bruised and she like burst all these capillaries. She's got like a ton of like fractures in her bones because she wasn't really controlling it. She was like containing it. So that's where she's going to need like those gauntlet things that, um, like it was in the the, the cover to shield number um number whatever in the the June solicits, so she's got like these big big gauntlet things, mm-hmm. and so it looks like they're they're kind of going that way. But the interesting thing is, uh, Sky's dad, that the inhuman where we assume he's an inhuman, the teleporter he comes, he's the one that, that took Raina the week before, he comes there, he takes Sky's dad away, and you know their whole thing was they're supposed to try to help these people, you know, when they first developed their powers and all that. But instead, you know, instead of taking like Sky, he takes Sky's dad and they're like trying to say that, you know, he's making too much of a mess or, you know, he's, he's being, you know, doing bad things. So we're, and he's going to talk to someone else. So it's like, who are they? You know, is it going to be Black Bolt? Probably not. It's going to be Medusa? Probably not. But you have this, (laughs) you know, there's no way they're going to show him in here, but they could never know. But then the, Karnak, it's going to be Karnak, right? Yeah, or Gorgon, or Ooh. or the, the 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 creature from Black Lagoon guy. <laughs> I totally forget his name. Um, or no, it's going to be Lockjaw. <laughs> Take him. Yeah, I love Lockjaw. Um, and then, but the the other thing is, we we've been seeing that Bobby and Mac are up to something, and Hunter like almost found out. They so they had to take him like. They took them away and locked them up. And so it, it turns out that they're actually working for another organization. But it's not like another double spy, you know, double agent and stuff like that. They claim they're working for the real shield. And they, it's got like a slightly different logo and everything. So I guess it's like another organ, which makes sense. Like after shield broke, you know, everything happened with the winter soldier and, you know, Nick Fury's, they assume he's dead or he's gone. And, you know, Colson tried, restarting things you know there there's going to be other high-ranking officials that might say you know okay fury what he was doing was wrong you know obviously this is why everything fell apart we're going to start back over here so assuming that they're good since bobby and mac are working for him you know we're going to have to see where that happens and i believe that's where edward james almost comes in 
that he's going to be in charge of this quote unquote real shield as they refer to it. And then it's going to be a fight, civil war, but not civil war. There's your shield <laughs> run down. Thanks for contributing, right. Matt. Well, I don't watch the show because I'm not a big fan. But you'll watch Gotham. I got to review Gotham. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Then we have the show called iZombie. The show I expected to be the biggest pile of garbage out of all the comic book shows. I had I had really high expectations because, you know, I this is a Mike Allred comic, so I loved it. And the, it was also very well written by Chris Robertson. Looking at, at the preview, you know, this is not the same thing as as a comic. In a comic, you know, she her best friend was a ghost who thought, you know, she lived in the 60s. You know, she had like the, the short little mini skirts and, you know, the go-go boots or whatever you call them. Their friend was a were-terrier. You know, he wasn't a werewolf. He was a were-terrier. And, you know, they, they were in this town in, in Oregon and, you know, there's all this other weird stuff. They're not doing all that. And on, on some levels, it's it's almost good that they didn't. I was talking to this <clears throat> this guy in a nearby office in, here in the building because he he watched the show and he actually really liked it as well. So we always talk about he's he's like a non comic book guy, but he's into the shows and you know he he knows some stuff about the characters and, and the movies and all that. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like you know explaining to him about how the comic was and he's like oh, it's like that that BBC show because there there's there's something else, or maybe it's a BBC show. There's that. Uh, there's one show where there's like a ghost and a werewolf and a vampire living in a in a building. I think it's Beyond Human, maybe. Sure. But then there's this other show that he mentioned that was kind of like that. Where, so it's it's probably good that they don't have a ghost and a were terrier in there because you know some things. It's it's bad enough you have someone who's a zombie with that's not like full on zombie. If if you try putting a ghost and like a werewolf, you know it's it's gonna gonna be silly yeah i mean it's it's already pushing you know being silly as it is and and the other thing they they changed her name because in the comics her name was was gwen dylan and here it's olivia live more oh it's the worst name for a character in the world you think for so? a zombie character her name is live more yeah maybe Oh, that is awful. What would that's you the, come up that's with? The, I don't know. A regular name for a human. Olivia Moore. Live, but, but it's, uh, you call me Live. You know, Live Moore. Wink at the camera. Call her, call her Alice Sampson. I don't know. Whatever. Sampson? Alice Sampson. Go talk to Sampson. Sampson Moore? Sampson Moore. Just referenced half-baked for four people that got that. So uh, what was interesting about this is in the comic, we don't see how she, she you know, turns. You know, that's not how it starts off. In the comic starts, she's already you know, in her situation where she's like a half zombie or special zombie, whatever. So, so we get a glimpse of that. And I was like, it's like, oh, this, this is going to be really tricky how they're going to do it. Because you know, if, if you're going to have like zombies in there, you know, you're, you're treading a fine line without it becoming, you know, silly or goofy. Walking Dead, I guess you just go into it, you accept it, and they they have a certain tone. This doesn't have the same tone as as Walking Dead. You know, it's it's not like that. So, we got this little glimpse. We saw this little mini zombie out, outbreak thing. We saw her her change. We don't really know why she is the way she is. 
you know, because she didn't turn into a pure zombie. So we know that there's something more going on. And um, and essentially, you know, it, it jumps five months later. So, you know, she's kind of been dealing with this for a while. And, you know, so now she's working in a morgue because she needs those brains to to stay somewhat normal. Otherwise, she's going to turn into a full on zombie. She goes like 90 percent zombie. Yeah. So the whole thing with her, her coworker, um, Chuck Rabarti, um, I, I wasn't sure how he felt about that. It's like, it's like, yeah, you know, she needs someone to confide in. Because, you know, otherwise, you know, she can be talking to herself the whole time. You know, she, I think they do some some of that already, the, the voiceover stuff. So it is weird that, you know, he's he's very open to the idea. You know, mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, yeah, you're a zombie. Okay, cool. Let, let's, you know, give me some blood sample. And so, but I, I guess that works. And then we have the, the, the rookie homicide detective. The rookie cop. Yeah, so goes by his own set of rules. Yeah. He's he's not a reg your your regular rookie. He's he's just became like a homicide detective. He hasn't had a collar yet, so you know he's 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 open minded, and that's how they come across each other. Where you know there is a, a a victim's body, and he's looking for any clues, any evidence, and they bill it as she's a psychic. You know, because when she eats the brains, she gets like some of her memories, so she kind of knows what's what's going on. So. But then throughout throughout the episode, she starts, you know, it's it's not like she's like, oh, I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to do good. But by getting the memories and, you know, when she saw or felt the moment of death, you know, she's like, we have to stop this killer. So it, it's, it's almost like, is this going to be like, you know, a villain of the week show, you know, where they're going to keep trying to solve all these crimes? Because there is that, that show that I really like, uh, and you probably never heard of it, True Calling. Nope. It was with Eliza Dushku, who I, I really like. You know who that is? Uh, Eliza Dushku, I know very much who she is. Uh, totally celebrity crush. Okay. Well, then you should watch the show True Calling. It was on two, it, it was two seasons. I'm not just going to watch something because a celebrity crush I have is on it. It was Except for show. anything Rosario Dawson is in. And what, what made the show, what, where the show, it also had uh, uh, Jason Priestley. Oh, from 90210. Yeah, and it wasn't like quite the role that you would expect for him. So ba- basically, the, the premise of, of True Calling, she worked in a morgue, and she would kind of uh, gain the memories of these victims, you know, and, and, and she would kind of relive the last 24 hours, and then she had to try to you know, save the victim or, or, or solve, you know, right the wrong and all that. But then it turned out that there was a, a bigger reason, you know, bigger, you know, stuff at work like why she was able to, to do all this so i like the show and i like eliza dushku so i might have to fight you over her um i uh you already called scarlett johansson so i can call more than one you got rosario <laughs> Dawson. Like, what, what is happening we're just claiming celebrity <laughs> yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah i mean the, the problem with with i zombie is like i don't want it to go down that that road i feel like something else someone else did that too that whole kind of premise. Because I remember when someone else did it, I was like, that's just like true calling that not many people watch, which is why it got canceled during the second season. So, <clears throat> but what we see at the end of this episode is there's like a, looks like there's a, a bigger, you know, threat, bigger picture that, mm-hmm. that's, that's coming up. So, what did you think? I utterly surprised with how much I enjoyed. I, I've had to sit through in my, my lifetime uh, or 
my time with my wife uh, before that girlfriend, uh, I've had to sit through so many, so many terrible CW and WB shows. Like Gossip Girl. Girls? Uh, Girls or girls? uh, Yeah. Every year for my wife's birthday, I get her a Gossip Girl DVD collection. Um, But One Tree Hill, um, other ones that also have stupid names. Um, Oh, she heard me. She's totally mad. (laughs) Oh, she's swearing at me. Oh, no. (laughs) You're going to get it. She just got home. She she gets home. I know I'm talking smack. Uh, so I like when when I Zombie came out, I was like, this is gonna be terrible and like oddly quirky and too t angsty. And it was really quirky, but it was quirky in the best way possible. Like I had a great time watching it. Uh, I felt like it was a lot of fun. Now I'm kind of worried about if I'm gonna get smacked or not after we're done with the podcast. So you're probably like, let's do a five hour podcast. Or- Can we just do a podcast all night so I don't get beaten up by my wife? Let's do it when when until she goes to bed. um did did your wife watch no uh, the thing is um she sat down and watched the flash with me a few times uh she really doesn't like it uh so when i mentioned iZombie she wasn't very interested i think i might try to like see like hey you should try to like at least try the first episode uh unfortunately we're kind of sucked into the jinx on hbo right now so i never even heard of that Oh, it's about Robert Durst and like the murder trial and like it's HBO, the jinx. I'll give you my HBO go password or whatever if you need it. Like it's fantastic. But once we're done with that, maybe I'll try to get her back on iZombie. Well, I mean, the the main thing is, you know, you hear zombie and you're like, oh, you know, zombie show. And, you know, some people are just like really against it. Cause like, mm-hmm. like my daughter, you know, she's just like, you know, she's, she knows what she likes. She knows what she doesn't like. And she has absolutely zero interest in watching the walking dead. You know, she knows that is not something for her. And you know, it's not like I have to tell her you can't watch it. She's like, no, I don't want to watch it. You know, she knows that. So I, I think with I zombie, she was kind of, uh, you know, on, on that same page. And I would, you know, when we're watching stuff on a DVR, like the flash, cause it's the only shows that she watches is, uh, or um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and The Flash. You know, she doesn't watch Arrow. But I, I always stop. It's like, oh, look at this commercial. She's like, oh, that's gross. You know, because she's eating the brain, you know, putting it in a microwave or, you know, all that. But when we watched uh, The Flash this week's, and then the recording, you know, it's, it starts up into iZombie. And then, you know, it starts off. She's like, oh, she, she was had brown hair? And, you know, she's like watching it. It, it gets, so I let it, let it run. It gets to the point where she's talking. Was it her fiance or her boyfriend? Fiance. Okay, that's why I wasn't sure. Where you know he's like, "Oh, go to the party on the boat." It's like, "What's the worst that can happen?" End of recording, and she's like, "What?" <laughs> uh, so, um, and then then I I I showed her the the zombie the boat part and all that. And I was like, all right. "That may, that may be a little bit too adult for her." That show. I I don't know. Um, yeah, I I guess the other the whole yeah prostitution stuff. Yeah, that you know because I I showed her the the boat part. I just left. Uh, like, like okay you need to get to bed now it's a school night um but yeah so i wonder how like other episodes are gonna be with that um because you know it is on at the the nine o'clock um pacific yeah. time so you know it you know it's probably not meant for her age group although all her friends apparently watch all this crazy stuff. i mean her, her friends are watching like glee and um big bang theory and it's like all the stuff's like two terrible shows. Well, it's like there's like so much like sex situations in there. It's like you don't need young impressionable kids 
being exposed to this when when they're at a point in their lives where they're like, you know, what what am I supposed to do? You know, what should I be doing? And then you're seeing these shows that are just like do whatever you want. And I think some of her friends like watch CSI and Ugh. So it's, it's, you know, it's like all you know, violence and death and murders and it's like, yeah. And, and you know, some of her, her her friends also have, you know, older siblings. So, you know, it's that mm-hmm. whole situation. How do you, you know, stop the younger kids from seeing it and all that? So it's like my nephew telling me he likes to play Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto and he's eleven. Yeah. It's like who's letting you play that? Uh, yeah, it's 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 hard to say. I mean Not Uncle Matt. Yeah. So um Yeah, so iZombie is good. Um really good. Yeah. So From a, well, and it's a pilot too. Yeah, that was the other thing is um yeah, I gave it a very, very strong four and then you know, for a pilot, um I, I think probably the zombie part was a little cheesy, but it's like you need yeah. it. Okay, it's in there. Get it over with. We'll just have to see where it goes. And you know, I'm not really sure how I feel about her, her supervisor or the cop. You know, he he was pretty good, but I have to see. I like the part where she's like, maybe he was celebrating junk cowboy style. Pew, pew. <laughs> I I like that part. I thought it was funny. You remember that part? Yes. You didn't like that part, huh? No. What? Here's Johnny. Uh, okay, and then we have Arrow. Arrow. Yeah, I don't watch it anymore. Okay, so this episode was called The Offer. So basically, Ollie, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I was debating with saying, saying Arrow or Ollie. Ollie and Diggle, you know, they went to, to go save Malcolm Merlin, even though he's an evil guy, because Rachel Ghoul. Um, or Ra's al Ghul, as they, they my my daughter's I saw the commercial. She's like Ra's al Ghul. I was like, yeah, that's how they said it in Batman Begins, and that's how people think they say it. But we all know in the cartoon, it's supposed to be Rachel Ghul. That's what DC says. That's what Andrea Romano says. So, um, so you know, Ali's going back against Rache, where you know he practically died, you know, at the the mid season finale or whatever. Sure. And basically, the offer is Rachel Ghoul wants Ollie to be his his heir because he's like, and the the way it is, he's like the main thing is like you survive my blade, and the the kind of tradition is that that person becomes the next Rachel Ghoul. So it's it's almost like what they're saying is, um, that you know there's there's not like a a Lazarus pit, but. Instead, someone else takes on the title of Rachel Ghoul. So it's like that's kind of changing the whole thing of, of what Rachel Ghoul is about, which in some ways, you know, it, it kind of makes sense. You can't say, oh, yeah, this guy is a practically immortal, you know, and so they're, they're, they're trying to keep it grounded somewhat in reality. But uh, I, I don't I don't know about about that. And then the other thing is, uh, what's jeez, what's the, the dad's name? The Laurel's dad, the the cop. <laughs> Can't believe I'm forgetting his name. But he fight, you know, he he found out that that Sarah's dead, and you know he's angry at Green Arrow. He's like, or Arrow, I supported you and all this, and you lied to me. And but it's like the whole thing is, it was mainly Laurel that didn't want him to know because of his heart condition, and you know didn't think he could handle his daughter died again. So he's he's mad at him, and um, and 
Yeah, so so the main thing is Rachel Ghoul wants Ali to be the next Rachel Ghoul. He actually th- is considering it because you know when he goes back to like think about it or whatever, he's like you know it's it's been I think he said two, he, he said two years, but I guess it's this is the third season, and he's like you know what what have I accomplished? You know, crime hasn't gone down. You know, my mom's dead, and you know all this stuff. You know, all the people are dying and. So he's like, you know, maybe this is the thing to do. You get this bigger organization and, and do all this. But obviously he's he's not going to go with that. And Nisa, she's really, she's upset that Rachel Ghoul decided to let Malcolm Merlin live. Because, you know, Malcolm's responsible basically for Sarah being killed, who was Nisa's girlfriend. And, you know, and she doesn't agree that her, you know, her legacy should be given to an outsider but she actually comes in at the end because Murmur, so Murmur was in this episode. If you're familiar with him, uh, he's you know, his his mouth was all all sewn shut. And the reason he he did that here, they said, is 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 like a form of enlightenment to become whatever. They 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 had this this mission. They're trying to steal these cheap diamond things that do diamond tip bullets to go through police armor or something. But at the end, when, when Murmur and his gang are, are raiding the police station and killing, you're shooting all these people, Nisa shows up and she's saving, you know, helping team arrow or whatever. And it ends where she goes to Laurel, you know, she's staying in town. Cause you know, she, she wanted to just, you know, remember, you know, Sarah some more. And then Laurel's like, like, yeah, I could use a reminder as well. And, and then she's like, "Oh, your fighting is kind of adequate, or you know, basically, Nisa's going to help Laurel train some more since she's not the the best fighter around." And that that was <laughs> that was pretty much the episode. Oh, and then uh, Thea and, and Roy kind of got back together because she doesn't know what's going on with her life because her dad is such a jerk and used her, and she doesn't know what she's going to do and. That was Arrow. So, what about Constantine? Don't do that to me. When are we going to find out? May. Jeez. Yeah, right? Come on. I mean, they, they have to know what if they're going to do it or not. Because, you know, they, it's not like they can leave the actors and the crew. It's like, it's like wait, don't tear down the sets just yet. You know? Yeah, we, right? We might know. And and no, don't take on any jobs. Don't go on any auditions. You know, don't worry about trying to make a living, because you know we'll we'll figure something out. And so, I don't know. I I do have a couple questions. I think so. Here is one on the Facebook page from March 9th. It's from Ken Matsubara. He says, "Hey Tony Company, love the podcast. Listen every week to both." I have a question for you. Hope it's okay to answer. How did Steve Rogers lose his super soldier serum? I would love to hear how that went down. Which time? (laughs) Uh, I'm assuming that the recent time. Okay. uh, So it was in the Iron Nail storyline. Because then he he wrote back. He's like, like, oh, I forgot to ask you to point me to the books so I can scoop it up on Comixology. Um, And he is user Ken Diggs on Comic Vine. So it was right after the Dimension Z. So it was Dimension Z. Yeah, and I'm trying. Nuke came back. I think it was this one. Same. It was the Iron Nail storyline. And basically, what happened 
is the super soldier serum kind of got sucked out of him. So he no longer has it in his system, which the question is, and I, you know, maybe I need to go back and, and reread those issues. The I thought the super soldier serum was kind of like ingrained in his DNA now because that kind of happened. I don't know if it was a S- Streets of Blood storyline or something like that where he kind of got like drugs in his system and, I, I thought that you couldn't take the super soldier serum out of him, that it was part of him. Because I think what, what happened is he had been injected with some sort of drug or like street drug. And in order to cure him of it, they had to give him like a full blood transplant. And they're like, well, the cost is you're not going to have a super soldier serum. But then it turns out it's like, no, no, you've had it in your system so long. It's part of you now. You know, your your body is adapted to it or whatever. But... Apparently that's not the case now. So part of that, that's how he became an old man. So uh, read the Iron Nail storyline. You'll get a better explanation of what I just gave. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? There are uh, actually some Ask G-Man questions on on the general forum. There's a, so this is – I missed let's this. Let's do one. it. This is – a. This is from a month and 16 days ago. This is from Larry King. Larry with one R, so not the Larry King you, you, you thought. So he, he must be a, a little behind because he's like, does Cyclops survive Axis? So I guess we can say, yes, he does. Um, what happens to Colossus after AVX? He reappears in Axis, but before I don't remember anything. He didn't really do him. He, he was in, uh, was it Cable and X-Force? He was in there for a while. Now he's back with the X-Men. He's in the, the Juggernaut story, right? Right, right, Matt? Sorry, I have my mic muted because I'm typing like crazy. Yes. Okay. Should Cyclops get his powers fixed? Uh, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Um, I think in this week's Uncanny X-Men, I don't know if they'll address any of that. So we'll see. It's, it's, what, what's nice about Cyclops and his powers being a little little crazy like this is you, know, you don't know quite what to expect. Um, do you think Cyclops is a villain? No. Uh, he's, he's doing some extreme things, but, but no. Do you like Marvel or DC more? Uh, I don't, wouldn't say one or the other. I mean, they all have, you know, each one has some really good books and some okay books. So I, I, you know, they ha- both have great characters. So sorry. Do you lean t- more towards one or the other? Matt? Sorry, Mike muted. Um, I go through, uh, kind of waves sometimes i'm more leaning towards marvel sometimes dc uh as of right now i i think i'm slightly leaning a little bit more towards marvel but only because uh dc is kind of at this waiting point until convergence starts yeah, and you're, you're like after hold- convergence i'll probably go back to dc you're like in a holding pattern where you know we're, yeah we're, we're it kind of stinks we're seeing stories wind down you can feel like some like this is kind of rushed you know they're, yeah. they're just trying to close these off and then we got convergence We'll have to see what happens after that. So, yeah, because like each week when we look at like which books to review, it's just like, ah. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully, you know, after because it's there's some great sounding stuff coming in June. Um, do you play Marvel video games? If yes, which one? There, uh, there's not really. I mean, I'm playing Disney Infinity, and um, I guess I can say I'm playing or I will be playing. With uh, Falcon and Loki in Disney Infinity, so, but there, there's not really. I was tempted to play the Captain America game because that looked okay, but it ended up not being 
that it was, the Marvel games didn't work really worked that well. So I, I don't know what's, what's going on. All right, um, this last one I don't think belongs here, but I'll answer it here. It's from Nightwing Beyond. Um, it says, "Hello, G-Man, Matt, and Corey." Hey, Corey. Well, you're you're Corey. So yeah. I hope you all had a fun and responsible St. Patty's Day. Um, I do not drink on St. Patrick's Day. I, I, mean, to, I don't go out. I went to the dentist. Watched iZombie and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, um, so he says, my question is about the police procedural style comic book that comic book shows that are coming about. I'm sure each of you has an opinion on whether or not you like those types of shows, but I was wondering <laughs> what comic book characters do you feel could benefit or at least work in a police procedural type show? According to Hollywood, all of them in yeah, some form or another. I mean, because we, we have powers. We have iZombie, which is kind of like that. We have Gotham. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we have The Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucifer coming out. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> almost. I mean, Arrow isn't right now. It's more caught up in its own mythos. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I'm tired of police procedurals. <laughs> yeah, you got to do something different. Um, I, I, I guess that's it's, it's almost like that's an easier way to to try to like ground it in reality mm-hmm. to some extent. But it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like what are you can do like a Moon Knight procedural, police procedural, and then Nightwing Beyond says, as Matt knows, my bo- now this Nightwing Beyond, his icon looks very familiar. I think that might be the same as his Twitter icon. Okay. It's, it's just like a picture of a, of a guy. You know, it, it just looks familiar. I don't recall the Nightwing Beyond name. You know, Maybe I'm just like missing him on the forums, or maybe I just never noticed his name. But anyway, so he says, as Matt knows, as if you know him, my vote would go to making a devil dinosaur and moon boy police procedural. Oh, yeah, we did talk about this on Twitter. So yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank on on his name. Or maybe, I know, I know. It's uh, it starts with a K, I believe. Oh, I can't remember. Or maybe it's on Facebook. We've Facebook. we've met him too. We've we met him at a convention. Jeez. Well, um, I I said I'm fine with that as long as uh, Kazar could be the police chief. Yeah, because he says in a stroke of pure genius, Maddow said the idea of making Kazar the police chief. I say Kazar. Um, I can only, I can only imagine Grant Morrison voicing moon boy and translating for devil dinosaur who would only be able to speak Japanese kaiju monster growls. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Tony, be sure to catch up on Grayson. I thought I was kind of caught up. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much caught up, but you know, I, I don't know. I think maybe what he might mean is like when it came to Friday, I hadn't read the issue yet, but I, I've been reading them when I do the best stuff in comics, like trying to see find best stuff. Um, a character that you've been wishing to get fleshed out in this book has finally made an appearance. As always, thank you for all the work you guys put into sight. I wish you guys good luck in the hectic convention season that you'll be enduring for all us Viners. Yay, April. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and also, boo, April. I had, I was telling you, man, I had a heck of a time booking, because it's my fault for waiting for so long, booking for Star Wars Celebration and trying to find a hotel that wasn't like 300 bucks a night. Cause you know, it's like Disneyland. There's all this stuff, but you know, yeah, you want to get a little, I mean, cause there's like some hotels are like $69 a night. 
I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. So, even even like this one go to hotel was was sold out, and I guess it's for Star Wars. So I, I don't know how crazy that's going to be. I'm a, I'm a little nervous about that. Uh, and I think that's it. There's a little bit of TV news, but maybe we'll do that on the other podcast. So that is it for this week. Uh, next week, uh, we'll probably have Brian Bucciolato. Bucciolato. Maybe another guest. So keep an eye and ear out for that. And we'll have the regular podcast. Oh, and I just want to say, I was going to say at the beginning of the show, I, I apologize for putting this podcast in the other feed. I know I talked about maybe doing that. I did not intend to do that. I would give enough warning, especially to the people who only subscribe to the other feed. But when we upload the podcast, you have to check a box and I, because I don't think it defaults to anything. I think it's blank. If you don't you no, know. it, de- it defaults to comic vine podcast. Cause okay. I almost did that with the wrestling podcast okay. one week. Cause I, th- I think I've done it before and I don't, I think the only way you can fix it is to re upload it. But then that means it's in both feeds. So I, cause I checked the other box and resaved it in the hopes that it would eventually end up in the, the super massive feed. I don't think it did. So I apologize. I did not mean to do that, but I, I goofed up doing like three things at once on Tuesday when I was setting Oops, up. I got to mute my mic. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that that's the show. Thanks. We'll do this again and you know, keep watching those shows. We'll have Brian on next week and hopefully he'll have caught up on some stuff. And Hey, uh, rate us and review us on iTunes. That always helps out too. And make sure to like the Facebook page. Yes. All that stuff. All right. Talk to you guys next week. So, so my question, my question is, is, could it be? We don't know. And I would like to ask you which comic book that's affecting you most emotionally. Yeah, yeah. That's the question. I'll shake your head. I love Alan Davis. This is a John Byrne I love Alan Davis. I wasn't a fan of this. That's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. I give this a two. two.